Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep and the pitch is where we talk. The Straight Shooting View Hey everybody, what is up? My name is Straight Shooting LJ and this is another episode of the straight shooting view and you see there's an extra beam in my smile today because it's the Monday after the Sunday before Liverpool 7 Manchester United 0 nil, nothing no goals clean sheet yeah <laughs> oh my god what a weekend what a weekend i want to come back to that though because arsenal 3 bournemouth 2 tells a story as well and a major story in the title race now i look at it this season so far it's got to be said it's march 6th 2023 it's got to be said arsenal have far surpassed any arsenal fans expectations and any Premier League supporters' expectations this season. So you know what? Props to them for what they've done so far. And I personally, I'm actually pulling for Arsenal to win the league because, yeah, bugger Man City, to put it nicely. Man City can do one. And it is one of them ones where with the young squad that they have, and the young manager that they have, who studied under the learning tree of Pep Guardiola, ironically, it's great to see how well Arsenal were doing. Because Arsenal one of them where I've always held them up as an example of a club that's been well run and that had a long-term vision. Obviously, there were a little moments, there were a few years where it's like, ooh, is it really going to come to fruition? But even if they don't win the league this season, they've made some serious strides. And it's great to see. Because I am one of them ones where you look at what FSG have done for us at Liverpool. It's made us self-sustainable, made us a sustainable club and not leveraging our long-term future or even our short-term future for the sake of a couple of trophies in the short term. And I've been critical recently, of course, of Chelsea and their financial fair play chicanery, it must be said, and exploiting loopholes. But also as well, you look at Manchester United, who I'll come on to more later. You look at Manchester United, the money they've spent, what, 73 million on Jaden Sancho, the absurdity with Paul Pogba, buying him back for, what, 89 million even though they let him go on a free, and then they let him go on a free back to Juventus again. And it's like, and the Glazers strip mining that club, but that's 
another topic, which I've done to death almost. But the way I look at it is clubs like us, clubs like Arsenal, who are sustainable clubs, and I've been very critical of the Cronkies over the past few years, especially Stan, because their focus as a family, as the Cronky family, especially Stan, has always been on his other ventures and not necessarily on Arsenal. And Arsenal doing what they're doing this season, for me, is in spite of what Kronke has been doing. In spite of it. Because I said, it's a very young squad, young manager, and hey, I criticised Arteta to the moon and I said, you know what? He's in over his head. And it's like, it's gonna, it's potentially going to crumble and come home, chickens are going to come home to roost. So, you know what? Props to him for what he's doing. And, hell, I said, even if Arsenal don't win the league, I said, the strides they've made this season have shown how good Mikel Arteta is, at least, at least for now, anyway. Because you're only as good as your last performance. So, the way I, the way I'm looking at this now is purely on the basis of what's going on on the pitch and <laughs> as much as people have said that Arsenal are exceeding expectations and they are it would be like I, I don't think anybody would ex- would expect it there's a lot of people who don't expect them to win the league they expect Man City to go on some stupid run and like snatch it from him which still can happen because as a Liverpool supporter that's happened to us three times where they've done it to us so yeah <laughs> it's one of them ones they City have pedigree in doing it and Erling Haaland has been absolutely smashing it even though a lot of people say oh he's not he's not necessarily a Guardiola player yeah but he's doing the business he's scoring goals and that's all that matters I mean oh, and speaking of that's all that matters Arsenal were 2-0 down against Bournemouth and then what 97th minute a substitute that a lot of people online were criticising when he got brought on and then a couple minutes later Reese Nelson and then a couple minutes later scores the winning goal and it's like ha it's like it's kind of like with Darwin Nunes at the beginning of the season everyone was burying him and it's like if you look at his record his, his record's actually pretty decent and people are saying, oh, Mo Salah's having an off-season. Um, yeah, he's just passed um, Robbie Fowler's record for out-and-out out past it for goals in a Liverpool shirt on 130. So, yeah, I think he's on like 22, 21, 22 goals in all competitions this season. So, yeah, he's having an off-season. Okay, cool. <laughs> for like the sixth season in a row... He's surpassed 20 goals in the season in all comps. So, yeah, he's having an off-season. Okay, cool. But you know what, yeah? Arsenal this season have shown that they've kind of taken our mantle as the mentality monsters. And that Bournemouth win, it does. And a couple of other wins they've had this season show it. And, as said, power to them. And they've got us in a few games. And it's kind of like, oh, as much as we're challenging for top four and I want us to beat them, I wouldn't necessarily be that ticked off if Arsenal beat us. Because obviously it helps them in the title race against Manchester City. 
So it's kind of a little juxtaposition. I mean, I remember back in, I think it was 2008. Um, I think it was set, I think, I think it was 2008, where we lost 2 0 to Chelsea, and it was kind of like, ah, oh, mother was annoyed about it, but then it ended up stopping United winning the title. So it was kind of like, eh, okay, slightly lesser of two evils here. Whereas Arsenal are much less over of two evils in comparison to Man City. And for all the... And you know what? Moving on to Liverpool, seven. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Manchester United, nil. That wasn't a demolition. That wasn't smash a smashing. That wasn't a drubbing. That wasn't an embarrassment. That was total annihilation. Obliteration. And regular penetration. Because that's what 7-0 is. And it could have been 8 or 9. And ironically with this 7-0. When we beat them 5-0. A season, a season or so ago. It was one of them where it was like. I was hoping for 7 then. But the fact that we got 7. In a season that a lot of Liverpool supporters are like. Oh no I'm done. We're not going to get top 4. Blah, blah, blah. I personally have never given up hope on getting top four because look at two seasons ago but the Allison scoring a winner against West Brom look, look at that Nat Phillips Reese Williams look at their performances they stepped up so it's like we've got this season Darwin Nunes stepping up Cody Gakpo doing very well stepping up since he came in January but also Stefan Bicetic he has done amazingly well as a youngster. And I was actually surprised he didn't start against Man United. But it worked very, very well with Harvey Elliott, Fabinho finding his form again, and also Jordan Henderson finding his form again. And, Hend and when those three have started, I think they've started together five times, they've, we've won each of, those, each of those five games that Henderson, Fabinho and Elliott have started together. Scoring, I think it's what, 28 goals and only conceding, I think, two. So it's like, as much as this season has had its trials and tribulations, we're now seven points behind Man United, who occupy third spot. We're three points behind Tottenham. We win our next game, we're level one points with them. And for all the plaudits that Newcastle have had, we're right behind, we're literally, we're, we're literally right behind them. So it's one of them where it's like it's all bunching up again. And that race for fourth place is on. And Tottenham always do as Tottenham do. So it's one of them ones where there's no guarantee they're, they're holding that fourth spot. So I said, for all the plaudits that Newcastle have had this season, and I like, I actually do like Alan St. Maximan. It was a shame that they didn't show up in the, in the um, League Cup, in the Carabao Cup final. They really didn't. But, coming back to hype, Manchester United, for all the hype that's been around them this season, and for all that, for Marcus Rashford, who, as a human being, I have nothing but respect for. I've done two separate straight shooting view episodes congratulating him and what he has done off the pitch. Leave that aside. Club rivalries still can't, can't still cows ass banjo when it comes to us. And even in Merseyside, he can't seem to buy a goal in Merseyside. So that's one thing he's got in common with Everton. But um, 
it is one of them for all the hype about Manchester United this season they got taught a footballing lesson especially in that second half we got that first goal at a crucial time but we came out of the traps bam 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 quick in that second half and you want to talk about capitulation our former Pittsburgh co-host Jesse Fizzle used to talk about Arsenal were going to capitulate back in the day Manchester United in that second half against Liverpool conceded six goals that my friends is a capitulation of epic proportions <laughs> and it was brilliant and then even Bobby Firmino who you know what has been a crucial player and he was the player who kicked off the success period for Liverpool that we've had over the past few years thoroughly underrated underappreciated by a lot of Liverpool supporters as well as other supporters as well but you know what him getting the final goal that seventh goal our number seven oh brilliant brilliant that Robbie that Bobby Firmino would get the icing on the game and you know what yeah I said for all the hype around Manchester United this season they have been demolished absolutely destroyed and their defending was hilariously bad pick out any one of them goals and the defending hilarious even Martin Tyler on Sky Sports commentary at one point for I think it was Gakpo's I think it was Gakpo's second where he was where he was almost like it, you could hear he was he was kind of almost begging oh please VAR disallow this you may as well have said that because the tone of his voice is like, oh, oh VAR are going to check. So there was nothing to check. I was screaming at the TV while I was watching it. I'm like, there's nothing to check. Dude, it's a legit goal. Don't even try that. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, that desperation. But you know what? On my Facebook feed, a lot of salt from Man United fans. A lot of salt. And there is no need to be upset. Man United fans, there's no need to be upset. You've won the Carabao Cup. As some of you have said. Oh, oh, top four was our expectation with a trophy. Really? Yeah. David Moyes has done a great job lowering you lot's expectation a few years back, hasn't he? Great. How the mighty have fallen. Your expectations are that. I thought Ten Hag was the saviour. Oh, you, oh, you're not in the title race. Oh, top four. In a, oh, okay, cool. Because Solskjaer plays second. So, what? Your expectations are lower with Ten Hag. Cool. Yeah. But it's one of them ones. It's like Casem Casemiro looked like he'd given up on Sunday. Bruno Fernandes. I don't know what he's doing as your captain, but <laughs> he gave up. He gave up. Oh, man. And your fans gave up at about 70, 75 minutes when they started pouring out of Anfield. So it was one of them where it's like, Mate, hilarious. Anthony, show pony. Brilliant. I'm sorry, man, but that is... That 7-0 victory was tremendous. That, I said, obliteration. Ah, You can't wipe this smile off my face right now. But, you know what? In closing, I would like to say, though, Liverpool 7, Manchester United 0. Nothing will be all for naught if we don't make top four. And I say this very seriously. We've got the talent to do it. Yeah, we have to rely on some results going our way if we don't. But it is one of them ones where 
Guys like Gakpo, Nunes, getting a couple goals against United. Brilliant. Salah, brilliant. Man of the match, he was brilliant. Like, he always shows up against Man United. He really does. And we need to we need to kick on and get this momentum. There was the 0-0 draw against Palace. There was the 2-0 win against Newcastle. There was the 2-0 wins. At, at least one of them was where it's like, we've been on a nice little run of form recently. But we can't afford to rest on the laurels. As said, this could be all for naught if we don't make top four. Newcastle, as said, for all the hype around them, they could fall off. Tottenham, same deal. But we need to kick on. We really do. And I think we will. As said, I said, I actually said on a um, WhatsApp chat in our, in our Pitch Talk um, co-host WhatsApp chat, um, Nathan Arsenal was at a big game today. And I'm like, uh, he's like, oh, can, like, can Liverpool beat Man United? We need to. And I'm like, yeah, we always show up against them. So why can't we beat them? I, I, just, I had the feeling, never in my wildest dreams expected 7-0. I expected maybe a 3-1, but not a 7-0. But it is one of them ones, man. Where's that? I'm in heaven, seven heaven. But the fact of the matter is, we need to kick on now. And Real Madrid, there's still a chance. There's still a chance we can go to the Bernabeu and put four past them without reply. There is a chance. So, whenever, wherever. So they say that the hope kills you. But let's see. Similar to last season, the hope was there, especially against Real Madrid. But let's see. There's a lot more twists and turns to come in this season yet. I'm backing us for the top four. And you know what? I'm going to back Arsenal to win the title. It'd be good to see someone apart from City do it. Especially with all their resources. Anyway, I have been straight shooting LJA and I'd love to know your views. Are Arsenal the mentality monsters this season? Can they win the league? Liverpool, can we get top four? Can we continue this momentum after the 7-0 mauling obliteration of Manchester United will we secure top 4 I think I think we will www.pitchstashtalk.com is the official website you can catch our podcast there you can grab our RSS feed there as well you can listen to the podcast on our website also we are on YouTube youtube.com forward slash 